Hey everybody, welcome to the Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. Um, at this podcast, we try to have interesting conversations, out-of-the-box conversations, stuff that people are afraid to talk about, and also just talk about friendship, man. Um, this person I really appreciate because it really highlights the importance of building a brotherhood with other black men, um, and so how that can happen. So everybody, welcome my boy, Jonas. What's going on, bro? How's it going, brother? Man, this weather is um, it's so weird. I just don't know what... It's like, I don't know about you, where you are in the part of the country, but it was like 80, 90, 90, humidity, humidity, and then 50 degrees. <laughs> Man, it's... Uh, <laughs> I guess, I, I, think, I think the weather has a mind of its own, uh, definitely. Um, you know, I've been you know, residing now in New York, uh, Long Island, to be precise, for the last three years now. And I think you know it's not it's not uncommon to see you know the you know the shift in uh in uh, in nature you know it's uh you're expecting one thing and you get something else so I can totally re- uh, relate to that. Yeah, man, it's it's weird. It, uh, the South, I thought I thought it was going to be seventy degrees for the whole year, but it's not. It gets it can get back. You 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 have a Georgia background too. It can get up to like forty degrees or lower, about forty degrees or so, right? Absolutely, I. Uh, I spent a number of years uh, in Georgia. Actually, I, I moved in 2007. Mm. Uh, earned my undergrad at the University of Georgia. Uh, probably some of the, some of the best years you know I've I've, I've ever spent in my life. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to have it any other way. I think initially when I first moved to Georgia, I think there's a huge you know fallacy that exists where you know most people think that uh, you know it's going to be you know, temperatures are going to be mild, you know, pretty much, uh, you know, throughout the entire year. And, um, I certainly beg to differ having lived there now, uh, in Georgia for about, I want to say about, uh, six years uh, total. Mm-hmm. Um, I've certainly had days where, you know, we, uh, we experience, you know, weather, I want to say very similar to what I'm used to in New York, not as consistent, but definitely it could get pretty cold. Oh, wow. Interesting, man. I'm still learning the culture of Georgia in terms of the metro, the you know, the perimeter and in and out. Um, an area that I've been recently frequenting is Cobb County. So like Marietta um, and different areas around there, even as far as Woodstock, Georgia and Roswell, Georgia, and just learning the different you know, diversity or so-called just different dynamics of Georgia. What are some things that you, that you, when you were there, you know, being a northerner like me, um, what are some of the areas that you found that you found more cooler to hang out or fun and enjoyable or just interesting just in general from a social, uh, sociological point of view, just see, seeing different types of folks? Well, you know, one, one thing I must say, you know, to, uh, you know, it, it's, a you know, so many different ways I can answer that question, but, um, uh, I can start first by saying what led me to move to Georgia mm-hmm. um, when I made that decision in uh, in 2007. Uh, I think uh, my, my 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 parents, you know, first of all, my father is a Haitian immigrant, and my mom is from the Bahamas. 
my father, you know, has been in this. My my parents met on the campus of Yale Univer- University in 19, 1978. Oh, wow, yeah. And, um, okay. Yes. In 1978, and, um, you know, I, fa- I found myself growing up in Long Island in a really nice suburb where, uh, I guess, you know, diversity wasn't very common. And, um, I, I attended a school called Locust Valley High, uh, high School. Uh, really, I rarely ever got to see anyone that looked like me. Really? Therefore, when it was time for me to, you know, make that decision to go to college, at the time in 2007, I want to say that Georgia was one of those places in the South or was probably the Mecca of the South where a lot of people were migrating in really large numbers. And, um, you know, having you know done my research then, it was one of those places where an African-American man could, you know, really, you know, spread his wings and, you know, accomplish the impossible. Now, I grew up in a home where, you know, I was, you know, taught certain values and, um, having a father who, you know, migrated from Haiti, earned a scholarship, uh, you know, where the disparity that exists among the people is just inexplicable. And so I've been able to learn a lot from him and what the, uh, the power of, you know, positive attitude and hard work, what it could do and, you know, how it's had a tremendous impact in his life and how he's been able to change the course of his family's life as a result. And so I, I, I made that decision. I, to, I told my parents, you know what, I, 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 I think I'm going to go to Georgia for school. Um, I think initially my parents were expecting for me to say, uh, or, or uh, Dartmouth or, uh, you know, Brown, one of the Ivy Leagues, you know, like they did. Mm-hmm. Eventually I would do that for my graduate degree, but I felt like it was very important important, you know, coming from a suburb in Long Island, I wanted to, I didn't want to be so sheltered in the life that was given to me that I couldn't identify myself with a person that looked like me that was less fortunate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's one thing, you know, Georgia, you know, has been able to do for me. Um, You know, having lived there for a number of years, you know, I met people from all and um, I've been able to learn from people and uh, it's been a positive experience. I, I would I, I would never wish to change, and you know for the most part, uh, obviously there's a significant difference you know between you know Georgia and the life that I've known in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first moved here uh, in Atlanta, I think you know, one of the things I, I, I you know the you know, first thing that was noticeable was you know uh, friendliness, you know how kind people were. You know when you come from a, a place like New York. Mm-hmm. especially New York City, to be precise, you know, where people could be, you know, very, uh, and then, um, you know, could be, <laughs> you know, very aggressive. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I moved down, I mean, get a soup or just about any other facility and you'll hear gospel music at a store, which was very uncommon. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the Southern hospitality, I think, you know, speak, uh, you know, so much volume and, um, I think, you know, for the first time in, 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 in my life, you know, I began to, you know, look at society very differently. 
um, you know, as opposed to, you know, it, it, I, I think people in the South, you know, they have, you know, certain values that I think, you know, people ought to learn from. There's a, a mentality when you're growing up up North where, you know, it's, it, it, you know, money is pretty much at the for, at, at the forefront of everything in it. Mm-hmm you know, to a degree where it becomes the essence of life. But I think in the South, you know, people have a balanced life in a way where they look at life through different lenses and, um, you know, they make time for family and, you know, other things that really matter. You know, people, uh, that was the first time, you know, I, 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 I must say, you know, I saw people, you know, people that were very serious about their faith, you know, people are very religious. And I think, you know, those things, you know, they, 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 they pretty much, uh, how can I say this? You know, they, you know, they're very significant in society and um, we shouldn't take them for granted. I agree with you. That's something I really noticed. People do care about their families a lot. They hang around their family a lot. You know, being from up north like you, you know, I have a lot of family in Maryland and in New York and, you know, family in general. But we don't we get together from time to time, but it's not like a weekly thing. But in Georgia, they're like, no, I got to hang with my family. I'm going to hang with my cousins. I'm going to hang with my you know, I'm like, oh, it's like people really make a point of hanging with their family. Whereas I could probably go weeks and, and my sister lived in similar not too in counties very similar to me not too far from me and I would I might not even see her for two or three weeks maybe a month or two and we didn't live more than 10 miles away whereas you know in Georgia people are very serious about family and I was like I said like you said I really respect it man because it's just totally different did you have any cool hangout spots that you like to hang out in in Georgia that when you when you were there where were some spots that you like to chill out and kick your feet up where's some areas you like to believe it or not you know Rob you know for the most part when I lived in Georgia Especially the you know the uh, you know first four years that I spent living on campus at the University of Georgia, I I, I was very I was very focused in school, mm, okay. and uh, I, I I I I knew that I guess you know my mentality was you know fun fun will I mean fun you know has always been there you know since you know the beginning of time, mm-hmm. and um and you know at you know <laughs> growing up in my home where you know education you know was you know such a big thing. And when you have, you know, I have a father, you know, you know, of a Caribbean background who uh, pretty much ruled with an iron fist when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, for real? And um, absolutely, uh, my, my my father was no joke. I mean, a great man, loving man. At the same time, you know, could be uh, <laughs> 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 he he he, does, he 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 ruled with an iron fist, like I said. Oh know, yeah, he, uh, we understand. Black dads ain't no joke. <laughs> Absolutely. There's, you know, certain standards, you know, that had to be maintained, especially, you know, when you have, you know, parents that were paying for your education out of pocket, it's, it's, it, it, it's no joke. You know, you had to, you had to, you know, meet the, you know, criteria. And so um, I was really focused in school. It wasn't until after uh, my undergrad, I worked, you know, for about two years for Home Depot's corporate, um, you know, during my tenure there, that's when I really, uh, uh, you know, I, I after I left Athens and, um, you know, I, I lived in the outskirts of, um, Atlanta and, you know, during my, you know, two year tenure over at, uh, you know, Home Depot's corporate, I think, uh, that's when I began to, you know, put a lot of things in perspective and, um, I began to look at the world very differently for the first time in my life, you know, really, you, you know, I had to assume responsibility over my life, uh, you know, uh, I remember getting my first apartment oh, wow. and uh, okay. my parents were, you know, very gracious. You know, they paid for the first two months, but then I was on my own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I was very sheltered growing up, but you know what, you know, having, you know, uh, 
gone to school, you know, outside of New York was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. And I feel like, you know, certain things, you know, it's, in, it's really instinctive, you know, it, it, uh, it, uh, I used to be very afraid you know, of the world around me, but you know, when I found myself, you know, on my own and you knew that you had to make things work, uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, things just, you know, came together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it it it, it 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 was a it was a breeze and um you know during that time you know i met different people um in different places um i uh i i have a very suburban you know mentality yeah, yeah, yeah. uh spent believe it or not you know even uh, even though i live i pretty much lived in atlanta but you know i spent a lot of time in the suburbs you know hanging out with you know with with, with uh you know with, with people but you know there were times you know i i uh I would, uh, there's a, a nonprofit organization, you know, I used to, I used to do a lot of work for them, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, you know, pretty much, you know, help with, uh, you know, after school programs, you know, just, uh, uh, a lot of kids, you know, from, uh, you know, Bankhead at the time, you know, that I would oh, wow. see mm-hmm. during that time. And, um, you know, some of them, you know, it, 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 it it's, some of them, you know, would come, you know, with, and you could, you could see the struggle and the sense of, uh, you know, some of them had a sense of purpose, believe it or not. They Mm -hmm. wanted to overcome the, you know, the obstacles, you know, that they encountered, um, in their neighborhoods, their community. But, you know, some of them, you could see that they had accepted defeat. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and that they were just, you know, going through the motions and, um, you know, for the first time in my life, you know, I saw people that were being tossed, you know, like the waves of the sea, basically. Um, but you know what? I think some good things came out of it because I did see some young men and women, actually, who assume responsibility, you know, over their lives. And, you know, they were able to graduate high school and accomplish meaningful things. You know, some of them I still you know, maintain contact with, you know, till this day. So, um, to be honest with you, for the most part, the time that I spent in Georgia, um, I, I did, I did, you know, have some good times. I used, I, I used to love going to Savannah, mm-hmm. believe it or not, believe it or not, a lot of people may not know this, but Savannah is probably one of the best places to spend, you know, uh, you know, St. Patrick's. Um, and I had a, I had a blast there and I still have a couple of friends that live out there. Mm-hmm. Um, great experience, but, um. I think what Georgia did for me really it shaped me as a man and um, has really, uh, you know, helped, you know, sharpen uh, or enhance, you know, my focus in life. Um, It's, uh, but I think most of all, um, one of the things I I appreciate about, you know, my journey in in Atlanta, it's allowed me to understand, you know, my culture. Mm-hmm. a lot more, which, you know, which, which was, you know, which is very significant to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's something I will, you know, forever cherish. Wow. That's so cool, man, because me and you couldn't be from two different, two further backgrounds. And, and let's talk a little bit about our friendship too, man. Cause you know, um, as I've said on the podcast before, I, I was born in Baltimore city, Maryland, which is a very dangerous area. Went to elementary school there for period and then I then I transitioned over to the suburbs as well and uh just dealing with the two totally different worlds man just 
just it's so crazy like you go from one school system where the the water fountain is broken the bathrooms is broken and um you know and and just the environment is is a lot of it's a lot of energy it's a lot of electricity but it may not necessarily be positive and then when you come to more of the suburbs where you see parents you know who are there consistently and you see that there's some sort of uh solidness in the suburbs in a sense of it's like a monotony so to speak um not a negative thing but it's like a, a steadiness and um i would watch these kids and how they behave themselves and i would be like wow they're they they and how some kids would act out and behave because in one way that's the suburbs is, is almost like a a very certain environment where it's not much spiciness you feel me it's so um, and, and kids would look for more spiciness Whereas me coming from the urban background I don't want no spiciness <laughs> So then when I Yeah so when we started talking I used to work for a Fortune 500 company as well In the telecommunications world and um, I just was in awe of your your the way that you carried yourself, the way you comported yourself. And I immediately was like, man, I got to be friends with the dude. I got to hang out with this guy. He seems like he has a well. He just he just he has he has his head on straight. And I really right. respected it about you, bro. And I think we we uh, got a beer together, or something like that. And we we hung out yeah. a couple of times. And, and I just thought you were so cool, man. And it was nice to, to make a, make friends with another black dude, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, like, you know, that. Uh, we we actually you know to to be precise we met over at uh uh season three um yes. I was sitting I was sitting at the bar and um uh, it was no more than you know three four people at the bar you know including you know you and I and I think you were sitting on the opposite side and you know I don't recall how the uh con- you know what sparked the conversation but you know obviously there was a connection there and like you said you know it. You know, I, 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 I think, you know, for the time that I lived in Maryland, I think we, we certainly developed a, a, a really strong bond. You know, we became really good friends and um, not knowing at the time. And I think when you introduced yourself, you were working, you know, for, you know, AT&T, you know, and um, mm-hmm. I uh, at the time, you know, uh, it, it just so happened. I was a client with AT&T as well. And um, I had been at your store, but it was uh, I forgot his name. Great guy. Um and you know he, he he was an amazing salesperson. Um, but man, you know when um, when I found out that you had worked there, and you know I I, I, I would visit you know periodically. Sometimes you know, I just stop by you know just to, you know just to chat with you. Mm-hmm. Not so much because you know I, I was looking you know to you know receive any type of service. But um, you know I, I think you know just like yourself you know the uh, I think you know the uh, rapport that was built you know between you and I you know that day when we met you know season 52 um you know the the way you comport yourself you know the way you spoke um it just you know resonated in my spirit you know it it it, it it's almost like i was looking at my reflection to be honest with you <laughs> wow that's awesome man like those are the very same things you know i would do or you know i would say and so i just you know, i just felt like you know we're so you know so light minded and um, and that that led to you know to you know to a friendship you know which uh, which I, I, I validate a lot more than you can than you can imagine. Oh yeah. Uh, you know it's uh, but you know what it's uh, and I and I must say this you know for you know a, a young man you know coming from Baltimore who apparently you know has had a life that you know I guess you know maybe you know different from mine. Uh, uh, if if you take the entirety of your life in mind. At this juncture in our lives, I think we've had we've had some similar experiences. But I think you know, early on, I think 
I guess, you know, of, you know, upbringing, you know, was, you know, probably, you know, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, but you know what, it's, uh, one thing I've learned in life. Um, and you know, I, I learned from my father, um, you know, who, uh, who was fortunate enough, you know, to escape poverty, you know, you know, my, you know, when you come from a, a place like Haiti, which happens to be the poorest country in the Western hemisphere, um, it, 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 it really, it gives you a different perspective and outlook, you know, in, in, in life. And one thing my father would teach me, you know, is to, you know, it, respect, show the same respect to the janitor that you would to the chief executive officer of a company. Mm. And I think I've carried with me my entire life. And I think, uh, I was about 15 years old. And I think, you know, someone once asked my dad and, you know, he said, uh, of all the things, you know, uh, you've accomplished in life, you know, how would you want to be remembered? And my father said something, I think that, you know, will stay with me forever. And he said, I'm just a simple servant. That's how I want to be remembered. Um, the man who served people, who served his community, oh, wow. who served his church, mm-hmm. who uh, just a simple servant, you know, a, a, a person who came here and contributed to society and, you know, gave his all and, um, and, and gave it a hundred percent. And that's, that's the kind of man my father's always been. And so, um, you know, considering the life that he's been able to give me, um, you know, growing up and, um, I guess, you know, being sheltered from, you know, what, you know, most, you know, people that look like me, um, didn't really, probably didn't have, you know, growing up, it didn't take away, you know, from, that humanity mm-hmm. or the impartation, you know, that my father, you know, uh, was able to pass on to me and my siblings as well. You know, the love and respect that we have for people from all walks of life, regardless of what your, uh, what your background is, because, um, it, it, it's just, I, I, I couldn't think of anything more noble in life, you know, than to, you know, live a life of, you know, servitude mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, much like my father, that's exactly the kind of man I want to be. And, um, that, that's what I'm, I'm thriving to be in life. Wow. That says a lot, man. And I, and I definitely can feel that and see that in you, man. And, and just your character. And that's the thing, man, it's good, good character. And, 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 and people always say, Robert, you're so friendly. You always make friends with everybody. I said, ultimately, you know, when you come from certain environments and you just, I think you're a very observant person as well. You realize that ultimately all people have one, a couple of simple desires. That's, that's a meaningful life, a life to be relatively happy and not to be too stressed out. And it's kind of, and everything else you can fill in, etc. There's extra perks of life. Right. But, those are the basic things, man, and and uh, we talked football and everything, and 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 just 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 being cool with each other because you're a Denver Broncos fan, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. I, I, we, I, I think of a few years back, I think we watched the, uh, I think the uh, Falcons uh, Patriots uh, uh, Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, with your, uh, I forgot your friend's name, but you know he's a uh, uh, a very wise man that I, I I have tremendous respect for. I think Louis, right? Yeah, Louis Lipman. Yeah, Louis Lipman, Lightning Louis Lipman. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That man. It was. Uh. Believe it or not, man. It it it, it was. You know, those moments. I mean, you know, they. Uh. You know, it 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 it, it doesn't seem like much, but um. You know, they. You know, you 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 think about them, and you know, they. 
you know, they carry so much weight, you know, and, um, just being around, you know, people with positive energy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and what, what I validate about your friendship, you know, I, I usually tell people, you know, I, I can't, it's hard for me to be friends with a person, you know, where, look, there, I, I feel like, you know, there's times in life where, you know, we talk about nonsense and, you know, we laugh, we joke around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, as human beings, you know, we display a wide range of emotions and, I feel like, you know, what I, what, what I really appreciate about, you know, my friendship with you is the, uh, the content, you know, that, you know, that, you know, I find in, you know, our conversations mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we, we could be having fun joking around, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, we discuss you know, things that are, you know, very, very important, you know, not just, you know, you know, to us both, but, um, you know, things that, you know, affect you know, society or, you know, as, as a whole. Oh yeah. And I feel like, you know, that's, uh, that, that, you know, those are the kinds of, you know, people like, you know, I, I, I could see myself around, not just the kind of person I could grab a beer with, but the kind of person I could sit down and, you know, talk about, you know, politics or, you know, quantum physics, you know, it's, uh, that, that, that's what I find in you. And I, and I, and I, and that's really commendable, man. I really appreciate you for that. Man, I think that's so dope, man, and 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 I pre- and I'm humbled and I'm appreciative of that as well. And that's what brotherhood is all about, man. Is people could just have, just be open to having conversations with people, no matter the background, etc. Just you know, I think the world would be a better place. And so I have a question for you about like, as a, as an articulate, uh, hardworking, you know, immig- uh, you know, son of immigrant parents, who's very accomplished and very driven and very hardworking, and I think. If I stand up, how how has the dating world been, man? Because for me, I found I have a you know I'm dating a wonderful young lady now, but how has that been? You're navigating that experience, and especially going from up north to south, and then south going back up north. What have you found? Because it's it's difficult if you're as a hetero you know if you're a heterosexual straight black man, it's, you get a lot of media that may I'm not saying. I could say could bash, but or throw salt on, or or have a little divisive energy towards black men. Um, that's my personal opinion um, from what I've seen. Some of the media pr- puts out. Um, how has that been navigating in this millennial world where everyone's millennial and everyone's super, you know, social justice warrior? How does that work for you? <laughs> well, you know, I I, I I guess you know just you know I guess you know, just like yourself, you know, I've had well. First of all, I, 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 it, it, it's a very good position to be. I mean, to, it seemed like, you know, you, you have someone in your life that, you know, that you care about, that cares for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, hopefully something, you know, great emerges from that relationship. Mm-hmm. As for myself, you know, I've, 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 I've had, you know, a, a few experiences, I guess, you know, some were good and, you know, some you know, not so good. Um, I, uh, I mean, I will say this, you know, the, uh, when growing up in, um, growing up in, uh, Oyster Bay Cove, uh, in New York, I guess, like I mentioned earlier, um, I didn't get to see too many people that look like me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I guess, you know, my first exposure, you know, to, you know, women, you know, I, I you know, probably spent most of my time, you know, around, you know, white girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when I made that decision to, you know, move to Georgia, that was my first experience really in the real world. 
mm-hmm. where I got to see people from all walks of life. And, you know, like I said, you know, my, my perspective about life altogether, just, you know, just, you know, change. And, um, you know, as I matured into, you know, you know, the, an older man and, um, you know, I began to experience things, um, you know, such as, you know, relationships, you know, with, with women, I was able to see early on a significant difference between the women that, you know, I had, you know, the you know, young women I knew growing up in New York mm-hmm. and, you know, how, you know, women in the South, you know, how they operate. Um, especially if we're talking about, you know, if, 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 if we're, you know, discussing, you know, uh, black women, you know, versus, you know, white women. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I think, you know, I think my experience for the most part, you know, has been, you know, pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing you want to keep in mind, a lot of times you could be, you could be in a relationship with a person just because, you know, it didn't have much longevity. doesn't make it a bad relationship because, you know, you, uh, you obviously get to learn from another human being. And, um, you know, they, they impart a lot of things in your life. Um, and so it, it's, uh, but I will say this, one thing I do love about Southern women is the, uh, the level of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, um, what I like the most about them, I mean, I'm, you know, speaking from a place of experiences, you know, it, 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 it's like I said, you know, they, they, and much of that, you know, stems from, you know, how they were raised, you know, brought up and, um, not being too materialistic, you know, like, you know, some other women that, you know, I knew growing up. And so I, I really, I, I really cherish that because at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm at a juncture in my life now where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm not just looking to have fun right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at 31 now, you know, I'm kind of looking to, you know, be stable in a relationship, you know, I'm not sure, you know, how soon that's going to happen. I was having a conversation with my mom the other day and I said, Hey, look, <laughs> the world is just not as innocent as it once was. You know, she's asking me, she said, well, you're 31 now. Uh, are you going to bring someone to the house? I said, you know, that's going <laughs> to happen, mom, but you know, it's, uh, you know, back, look, it's, it, 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 and I think, you know, there's, you know, certain principles, you know, in science, you know, that's applicable in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, things just, you know, deteriorate over time. And I think if you look at man's condition, the quality of life, you know, relationships, you know, certain values that, you know, people once had, you know, they've diminished over the years. And I feel like, you know, the same applies to relationships. It's really hard to find a good woman. Mm-hmm. There's plenty out there, by the way. And I, and I, and I think it's a, huge misconception when people say, ah, it's not good women out there or good men. There's plenty of good men and women out there. I think regardless how bad things could get, mm-hmm. there's always, some, there, there, there's something called a remnant. There's always a remnant. You're, you're always going to find a remnant of good, decent folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly hope, you know, at some point in time, you know, I stumble, you know, on, on, on that person. But, um, I love Southern women, you know, they're, they're, they're you know, the, like I said, you know, my experience, you know, I, I find them to be really classy, you know, respectful. And, um, whereas, you know, now, you know, being an adult living in New York, you know, I, 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 I think, you know, some of my experience, you know, with women, you know, has been, look, you know, I'm just trying to climb up the, uh, the ladder of success or corporate America, you know, very money driven and, you know, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
but I guess, you know, my only problem sometimes, you know, there has to be perfect balance. Um, there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to, you know, better yourself for, you know, doing good in your, uh, in, in chosen calling. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, the, uh, there are things, you know, that far outweighs anything monetary. Yeah. And, um, that, that's, that's what I'm looking for in life right now. Yeah. And that's difficult. You know, when you're highly, you're a high performer as a, as a black man and, and you have a high standards for yourself, it's very difficult. And I would get kind of bent out of shape myself too, being back up North when I was dating, before I dated the young woman I'm dating now, who's from the South, um, you know, up North, it's, it's almost like a contentious energy. I would always attract, I would, I would tell you this, I would always attract lawyers and, and lawyers who, and lawyers, who else did I attract lawyers and like, uh, what was it like mainly lawyers and in, in healthcare women knows lawyers yeah main, mainly mainly lawyers like women that were like lawyers and it was always like very aggressive energy and they and it was just very like it's almost like a almost like a fight almost like trying to go on a date and it's like they're and they're giving you the they're reading you your 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 resume and it's like you know it's very weird and when you're trying to have really substantive conversations outside of just your work and their degree it was difficult to get them to transition that to like a deeper conversation like hey what do you think about like dinosaurs and fossils or what do you think about you know fair trade certified teas and what do you think about like you know um just what's going on in other countries or tell me you know tell me your thoughts about you know how do you idealize a family and it would be very surface level stuff and it'd be very frustrating and i only can imagine as a person who's even more um you know driven i would say you you have a high uh, drive and a high accomplishment rate as well is if do you find that frustrating man like when you're trying to really get like substantive conversations outside of just general riffraff conversations Absolutely. I, 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 I've certainly dealt with that. And, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, it, I guess, you know, it, it's, uh, I usually try, you know, not, uh, <laughs> I, I don't like to push people away, you know, let's, let's, let's put it that way. So, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, if, 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 if I take a person out on a date and, um, you know, immediately I, 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 I see what the premise of their conversation is. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, something, you know, I embrace or, you know, even if I feel disengaged, you know, I, 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 I guess you know, I have a certain way about myself, you know, to, you know, carry on and, um, you know, it, 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 it may not be, you know, what I want to talk about or, you know, the mood may not be, you know, set the way I want it to. But, um, I, like I said, you know, I, I, I still feel like, you know, there's something, you know, that, that, that you could take, you know, out of it and, um, you know, turn it into, you know, something positive, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not one to, you know, dismiss, you know, in, in anyone, um, in that regard. So, um, although it, it could be frustrating sometimes, um, cause I have found myself in situations where, you know, I'm sitting with a person and I just feel like, like, good God, you know, it's, uh, this is anywhere, <laughs> but, um, you know, in the end, you know, in the end, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, after talking for, an hour, two hours, mm -hmm. you'll probably walk out with one good 
experience, you know, from the entire ordeal. So it's, uh, but it is frustrating. At the same time, you know, I have had plenty of cases where, you know, you sit down and immediately, you know, things just, you know, click. Mm-hmm. And I have one in particular I could talk about. Um, yeah, please do. I met a woman named Judy Ford when I when I lived in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Judy was just absolutely exceptional. Um, I had, you know, gotten home from work. Um, at the time, you know, I lived at the Metropolitan, you know, which was very convenient mm-hmm. because I was right. I mean, literally right across the street, you know, uh, uh, you know, from my house. So it oh, was yeah. very convenient for me to just go to PF Chang's or season 52. So one afternoon I just walked it was around, I want to say maybe five, six o'clock in the afternoon. And I just walked inside of PF Chang's and I sat there and I had a fedora hat on at the time and a beautiful woman to my left uh, looked at me and she said, I really like that hat. And then I realized we were separated by a seat, an empty seat. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we started talking. I told her where I got the hat. I think she had just gotten back from Panama at the time. And it, it was, man, it, everything about this woman just, it, it, I don't even have words to explain it. Um, she, You know, she, the impression that she made was just, um, indescribable mm-hmm. and walked in there was about maybe five or six in the afternoon. I didn't leave till 11 o'clock at night when they were getting ready to close the F James. That's and, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, and you know, to, you know, you know, <laughs> tell you a little bit more about it. You know, she, uh, you know, ended up being, you know, much older than I was. She was about 15 years old at the time. Okay. And, uh, we were pretty much in a relationship for two years. Uh, and, um, of course, you know, like I said earlier, um, you know, my hope at the time was, you know, for something more significant to emerge. Unfortunately, it didn't transpire, you know, uh, that way. But the two years that I spent, you know, with, you know, Judy, um, she's actually, uh, her, you know, family's actually from J- uh, Jamaica. Oh, wow. Okay. Had, you know, she had been brought up in New York, mm-hmm. uh, New York City. And, you know, this is a person who's really taken time over the years to educate herself and really, you know, do things, I mean, leave an, an indelible mark in society. Um, Well-educated. Uh, she had been working in the financial sector at the time. If I'm not mistaken, I think she uh, she worked for uh, Merrill Lynch. And she also had, you know, uh, you know, her own business that she was, you know, trying to put together at the time, health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And um, she just played a pivotal role in my life at the time. Wow. And, uh, you know, we look, at times, you know, things weren't always a walk in the park. But, you know, she helped me as a young professional at the time you know, at my job. I mean, you know, she had worked with numbers every day in her line of work. And at the time, I was working as a community program developer for a huge company in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, I mean, the, the, the beauty of it, the things that I was getting to do as a young professional, she had already done years before. And so, you know, I'm, and the good thing about me, you know, I, I'm one to make myself very teachable. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to learn. And um, I think one of the greatest things, I think, you know, that, emerge you know from my relationship with you know judy at the time it was for the most part a learning experience mm. uh, and you know 
and I guess, you know, it really helped me in a way that, you know, the, 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 the way I, I mean, obviously, you know, the, uh, certain things you, you learn from your father, you know, watching your father, you know, interact with your mother. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the first, you know, uh, lesson you'll ever get when it comes to knowing how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, having dated, uh, uh, you know, being with a person that was, uh, you know, that much older than me, I think it played a pivotal role in, you know, the way I interact with women and the level of, you know, respect, you know, that I have for women. And, um, you know, not just, uh, of course, don't get me wrong, you know, it's, uh, you, you, if when you're looking for a woman, you know, you certainly want to be, you're looking for a person that you're attracted to. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, you know, on a physical level, uh, you know, level. Um, but I think, you know, what I admired the most about Judy was not just the fact that she was a beautiful woman, but, you know, her intellect was just, you know, that of, you know, something I had never, you know, encountered before. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was, it was, it was a great experience. You know, it, it didn't, you know, like I said, not much longevity. Um, I, I would have, you know, loved to have, you know, married her. That's, that's how much I love that woman, but, yeah, yeah. um, so much from her. And, um, you know, till this day, I think the things I've been able to accomplish, you know, even now I think, uh, is attributed to, you know, her being in my life. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of men sell themselves short on, on, on really putting intellectual things up on the top. Beauty is great. That is so awesome. But at the end of the day, if you're going to really want to have a healthy, long relationship, a traditional relationship where you're married, or, you know, you have a serious partnership, you really want somebody that you can chew the fat with, talk about different subjects that have a versatility from an intellectual point of view and, and, is, and, able, and is able to think critically and to challenge ideas and thoughts and not to be narrow minded as well. And a lot of men in our in the late mid to late twenties are just trying to fuck stuff, and that get it. But the, ultimately, the, the the quality of your relationship is going to be based off the communication and and the quality of communication. And that leads me to my last point here, as we talk. And um, you know, people know in this podcast, as I've said before, I'm a very liberal person. Um, but I don't like what I don't like right now. What's going on is they're they're the you know, especially the Democratic side, they're really trying to force people to uh, bully people into voting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, um, despite their, their questionable record and uh, just questionable decision making. And even, I don't know if he's even capable of fulfilling a four year presidency. And, and I wanted your feedback because uh, you have a different perspective of the world as well. And I just want your thoughts, man, because I think as a, especially as a black person, you sign up, people try to bully you to, to think a certain way to do a certain thing. And when you try to buck the system, it can be difficult to, to, to do that. And, and I've been getting a lot of pushback too. And I'm like, I'm, I might not vote for anybody if I don't like them. You can't bully me into voting for somebody if I don't want to vote for them. I just won't. You know. You know what? I, I let, let let me say this. You know, it's uh, and I and I think you know w- one of the things I appreciate about you know any relationship is uh, you know having the ability you know to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know that's something that's evident in you know our friendship. I think you know it, authenticity you know is is is, is quite uh, it's visible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess, you know, I'm rather different, you know, when it, uh, uh, and I totally agree with you as far as, you know, uh, a lot of people, you know, trying to, uh, bully, you know, folks to, you know, vote for, you know, Kamala Harris and, um, Joe Biden. Um, I, you know, happen to, and have been now, you know, since, um, you know, my, my pretty much, you know, all my adult life now, I've been a registered Republican, but, um, 
one thing people ought to keep in mind, you know, when I go to the polls, you know, I'm not bringing party with me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm voting for policy. Whoever I feel like is best, you know, uh, is you know, the best, you know, qualified candidate for the job. Exactly. And, um, you know, quite frankly, much like yourself, um, you know, I, 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 I certainly would have my concerns about a Biden-Harris administration. Um, I don't think, you know, Trump, you know, has been, uh, you know, the best man. Um, but, um, I'm not completely dismayed with his job yeah. and, uh, and, and, and I, I feel like I shouldn't be afraid to say that. No, you um, shouldn't. And we, we welcome, you know, individuality. And I think, you know, that's the beauty of our, huma- of, of our humanity. Yeah. You know, it's, I look at America, you know, as being a, a really big piece of fabric with, you know, different, you know, threads. And I feel like, you know, you and I, you know, we play a role in, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, you have people from all walks of life, you know, people come here from India, from, you know, China, from Japan, you know, everywhere. And I think, you know, they come and they make their contributions to society. And I feel like, you know, their input when it comes to, you know, uh, you know when it comes to, you know, politics um, should not be, dis, you know, disregarded because, you know, they too, uh, you know, have contributed and have earned the right, you know, to you know, express their views and opinions when it comes to these matters. Now, I will say this, I, um, you know, quite frankly, like I said, you know, I'm very concerned about, uh, you have a person like Joe Biden who, uh, I guess, you know, in recent years, you know, I couldn't think of a more inco- incoherent, you know, person. <laughs> um, yeah. With, uh, and, you know, just, you know, simple things like that, you know, would, you know, would make me, you know, uh, one, one wonder about, you know, the, the quality, uh, um, you know, of, uh, uh, of his state. Um, but I will say this, I feel like, you know, for many, many years, I feel like, uh, people from our communities have been led to believe that life is so much better under a democratic, uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I completely disagree. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why Ronald Reagan, you know, many years ago, he said something that I, I, I think, you know, carried so much weight. He said that the best welfare is a job. Mm-hmm. It gives you control over your financial destiny. Mm-hmm. And I realized a consistent pattern over the years that, you know, people that look like you and I, they tend to gravitate toward a democratic, uh, uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. And the reasons are very simple. Uh, uh, when, 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 when you have, uh, you know, Democrat, uh, leading, you know, government, I guess, you know, certain things become a lot more accessible, such as food stamps and, um, other government aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I believe that a citizen has a right to demand from society just as he, just as much as he gives to society. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes in life we experience the highs and the lows. There will be, there, there, there might be a time in life where you'll probably lose your job. And I feel like under un, 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 under such circumstance, it's okay for you to reach out to the government because they owe you that. You're a citizen. You contributed to society. Therefore, it gives you the right to demand in return. Exactly. But 
when you when you find yourself in a situation where you're totally dependent on your government, um, you know, I I I I I feel like it uh it it it, it, it it's not the it that's just not where you want to be. No, uh, not at all. Because when you become complacent, you know, when you know when when you know complacency, you know, it when 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 it you know sits in. Um, you know, it, it becomes a stronghold. And if you know what a stronghold is, it's, it, it, you know, certain things, you know, I feel like, you know, once you tangle with them, it's really hard to untangle. I agree. And I, that's, that's what happens a lot of times, you know, when a, when a person's just, you know, sitting, you know, waiting, you know, for someone to give you a helping hand. And, um, there's nothing wrong with him receiving help, but, um, I don't mind. I have a philosophy in life. I don't mind running with, you know, someone who doesn't have anything. Mm-hmm. I find running with, you know, someone who doesn't want to be anything. And what I mean by that. Oh, okay. Over the years, you know, I've come across people that didn't have much, mm-hmm. but they have an iron will to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 they have such drive, such motivation. I want to make it. And they look at you as a source of inspiration. And I've experienced that in life. A person like that, I will give you my time. I will give you everything I have, whether it's monetary aid or, you know, things that are not tangible, Mm -hmm. but far more important. Mm -hmm. But I do have a problem with a man who wants to be in my company, but you don't want to be anything. That's Mm -hmm. a problem. I agree. Because you don't have something, it can be obtained through Mm -hmm. hard work. Oh, yeah. The nation. But when you don't want to be anything, you know, you're, 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 you're pretty much just going through the motions. And so I feel like a lot of times, you know, that's what uh, I feel like the Democratic, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Democrats, I think, you know, they played a, a, a tremendous role in um, crippling society, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, for that reason, you know, I, 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 I have so many oppositions. Um, but, you know, there's other things happening right now uh, around us in the realm of politics. And um, I think, you know, racial unrest, you know, has been a major, you know, issue in this country. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, people have asked me about, you know, my views when it comes, you know, when it comes to, you know, the treatment of, uh, you know, African-American men mm-hmm. um, in society. And, um, you know, I'm... Uh, and one thing, you know, you should know about me, I'm very impartial. You know, I, uh, when I, when I see things, you know, I, I could be very critical of things at the same time, you know, I'm, 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 you know, even when I'm being critical, you know, I, I, I tend to use a lot of reasoning and rationality, which is very important to me. And I feel like anyone who's educated, you know, should, you know, should, you know, have the ability to reason. Oh yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's uh, it's heartbreaking. You know, when I, when I see you know things like you know you know what you know what happened with you know George Floyd a few a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it uh, you know you and I we're certainly not you know you know uh, uh, you know susceptible to you know receiving you know the same type of you know uh, treatment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know for many years you know uh, you know our brothers and sisters you know have been at the receiving end of a lot of scathing attacks in this country. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I abhor it, 
And every time I see it, you know, it, it pains me. And, you know, at times it, it brings tears to my eyes, you know, just like any other human being, mm-hmm. you know, when you stuff like that happening. Um, at the same time, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it, 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 you know, I feel like, you know, sometimes it can be pushed to the limit. Mm-hmm. I, I have to express my, you know, my uh, dismay with the uh, previous, you know, administration that we had. You have a person like Obama. Um, and I will say this because I realize a lot of people, you know, have been very critical of Trump, you know, over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that he's not doing much, you know, to, you know, ease, you know, uh, you know racial, uh, uh, you know, unrest in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess, you know, my response to, you know, these people, first of all, I think, you know, people should know that, you know, systemic racism, you know, has been in existence long before Trump came into office. Exactly. Um, you can't really change, you know, something that's been happening for hundreds of years um, in four years. You know, it's going to take much longer than that. I certainly didn't expect Obama to do it in eight years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I felt like, you know, Obama was gifted, you know, had been gifted. Probably one person I could think of in recent history who really had a chance to at least try to bridge the gap, you know, that exists, you know, between, you know, the two races because, you know, uh, you know, he, to, you know, have uh, grown up and understand both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having a white mother and a father who's from Kenya, I, 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 I and to be honest with you, I think he failed miserably. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, if you ever, you know, have the chance to look at my, you know, uh, you know, Facebook, you know, feed, you know, I express, you know, my disdain for the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, I, 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 I said once that, you know, it's probably the most you know, diabolical organization I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I say this is because I feel like, I mean, I'm looking all around me. I, I don't mind the protest. I will protest with the people if you're going to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. But, um, when I hear, you know, uh, you know, certain rhetoric such as, you know, um, uh, pigs in a blanket, you know, fry them like bacon, um, you know, it bothers me because I feel like when you do that, you're pretty much reversing, um, you know, police, you know, community, uh, progress. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible way to do it. Um, and you know, you take, uh, a recent incident, I, I guess, you know, that took place in, you know, California with, you know, two cops, you know, have been shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had, uh, an array of people just standing outside of a hospital, just, you know, chanting, you know, let them die. Um, you cannot chase darkness with darkness, you know, obviously, um, you know, th- look, we have so many things to be proud of, you know, as a people, um, 50, 60 years ago, the idea of having an African American running a fortune 500 company would not have been possible. Now, is really not a thing that a person that looks like you and I, um, anything you conceive in your mind, it can come to fruition. Um, you know, half a century ago, that would not have been possible. So yes, we've made progress as a people. I mean, systemic racism, is it a problem? It certainly is. I feel like it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. I feel like people should take personal responsibility to make sure that the mistakes, you know, that were, you know, made by, you know, uh, I guess, you know, uh, uh, you know, predecessors, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we want to make sure that they're not repeated, um, in the years to come. Uh, but I feel like, you know, to do that, you know, we're, 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 we're gonna, 
I feel like a lot of times, you know, people want to reinvent the wheel and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing wrong, you know, with, uh, I guess, you know, switching things, you know, sometimes, you know, based on, you know, to customize, you know, certain needs. At the same time, you know, I'm looking for, you know, men like Jesse Jackson. I'm looking for the likes of Dr. King, men, you know, who walked and, you know, marched with dignity and, you know, people had tremendous respect for now, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just looking at a bunch of vigilance and I'm, you know, you know, I, I, I can't seem to, you know, it's, uh, and, and quite frankly, you know, I, I told a person just recently, I said, look, if Dr. King, you know, were to come back to life and, and if, if, if he were to look at the, uh, the people, you know, that I guess that are you know part of the, uh, BLM movement, I think he'd be very disappointed because, you know, that is not the blueprint that he laid, you know, for, you know, for, you know, equality. And, um, I, I, I think, you know, those guys, you know, they, you know, they, 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 they had, you know, such dignity, you know, dignity that cannot be found in today's, in, in, today's society. Um, and so I feel like, you know, sometimes we should go back to the and, um, and just, you know, follow the blueprint that, that, that was set, you know, before us. And I feel like if we could do that, we'd probably, you know, accomplish, you know, more meaningful things. I think, I think is a huge issue. Um, I think that's something that needs to be addressed. Um, I realize a consistent pattern, um, Robert, a lot of times, you know, when, uh, when, you know, uh, when a black man, you know, it, you know, finds himself, you know, you know, being, you know, contentious with a, with a cop, mm-hmm. I realize, you know, certain patterns, you know, sometimes, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, there, there, there's lack of, you know, respect or reverence. Now, does it give the police officer the right to, you know, you know, you know, put his, you know, finger on the trigger? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And every time it happens, you know, I, 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 I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like in most cases, you know, justice is not served. I'm just as angry just as everyone else, mm-hmm. but I feel like you know, sometimes, I have seen situations, you know, that could have been kept at bay, mm-hmm. but because of cooperation, it led to something, uh, you know, fatal. And I, and, and, and I think what, uh, what, what African-American mothers and fathers need to do is to real, really, you know, in the home reinforce, you know, the, you know, the, the concept, the principle of adhering to authority, which is very important. And I feel like in most cases it could have saved lives. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. It's okay to ha- care, and, and this is the thing the world we live in. Cause like I said, I'm very, very far left, but I don't even like to say that at all because ultimately I don't have a political. I'm not a left or right. I'm just I, I like you said. I when I vote to, I vote for who has the better principles. As an example, I would much prefer John Kasich over Joe Biden. I would take John Kasich over Joe Biden in a heartbeat. Um, and just man of character, he can actually speak in a coherent sentence for 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. It, you know, for me, there is no shortcut to success. Me growing up in, in, in a lower income public housing environment, I saw people that lived off of the government and they had no desire to live to do more. They just wanted to take and take and take. And it was my, part of it, psycho, psycho, psychological part of it. Um, you know, just the ease of it and, and the availability of things and all of it. Another part of it was maybe they just, it is the effort and, the, and their family structure. As you said, family structure is very important. Um, and it's okay to say, hey, I like for me, I don't, 
I don't necessarily know all the details about the Black Lives Matter organization. I do know in some ways they do have some problematic, the organization of Black Lives Matter. I do agree with the words Black Lives Matter. I agree with that. And that black... I, 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 I certainly do. And I, yeah. and I think, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. um, and, I, and I think, uh, you know, and, you know, it's funny because, you know, just recently, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I had you know, take time to really, you know, explain that, uh, you know, uh, you know, to someone, um, you know, who approached me and we, you know, having a conversation, you know, um, a very similar topic. And, um, you know, she said to me, she said, I have a problem with, uh, you know, with the phrase, you know, black lives matter because all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you 110%. I said, um, well, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. Yeah. And basically, I think the outcry, you know, what, what, what's being said here is very simple. Mm-hmm. If all lives matter, if all lives truly matter, then black lives matter. There you go. I think <laughs> it's that easy. It's that easy. And I think that's what people are, you know, I think that's what people are, you know, uh, you know, failing to understand. But um, do, as far as, they, well, just to, you know, I want to make sure that we're on the same note. Yeah. Um, the premise of Black Lives Matter and what it wants to accomplish, what it wants to do. Um, it wants to bring about, you know, change when it comes to issues like systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. And I totally endorse that. Mm-hmm. What I refuse to endorse is the same people from that organization, uh, you know, calling out for the carnage of police officers yeah. that I did. Yeah, I agree uh, with you. You know, you you can have both stances. You can want, you know, people to be safe and sound and you want because I know a lot of black officers and, and, and EMTs and, and first responders as well that are in the environment and you want to be successful. And, and that's true. Like I said, I, I know and I don't want to get too deep down it because, you know, as we close out this episode, I don't want to get too deep. We could do a separate episode about the organization. But uh, Black Lives Matter as an organization has some sketchy history and some interesting connections to different political groups and agendas as well. And it also could be also uh could be and in some ways uh, a lot of these vigilantes and a lot of these anarchists are are infiltrating and causing division and causing a lot of this stuff the average everyday black person doesn't want people to burn down buildings the average just the rational person can say burning down business is stupid but yes we got to get this straight we got to get we got to vote we got to be systematic we got to work on a family structure we got to reinvest money in in the school systems etc give kids you got to teach kids how to have trades etc Boom. Okay, but the average person is not saying kill cops. This is some hijacking of the of the movement, uh, a hijacking of just a, uh, of just you're hijacking a civil, basically civil rights 2.0. You're hijacking it with stupidity and ignorance, and it's like, yeah, man, you know, burning. I don't. I, me personally, as a, just as an everyday black, I'm not. I don't give a goddamn about a fucking about a building. I do. I'm going to vote a certain way. Yes, I will. I'm going to put money into certain organizations that I actually see are doing the work, but I'm not going to wantonly just funnel money into an organization that has some sketchy. History, it does. I'm not saying you know. So people should look into it for their own. I'm not going again. I'm not going to disparage them, but people should on their own look and research that organization and, and pick their own thoughts. What I normally do is, um, especially as a mail owner, 
what I do is if I know organizations on the grassroots level that are literally doing the work that I can actually see doing the work that physically out and about with policy change and is actually not gonna, doing all the dirty work that's ugly no one wants to support and going to all the meetings and doing stuff that nobody wants to support I will donate money to them as regards to the Black Lives Matter as an organization I, I don't I can't really I'm not going to be don donating to them um, so yeah man I'm glad that you were able to get put your point of view out there and I think we should have that balance man and we shouldn't be afraid to say you know um Joe Biden is questionable and he is, you know, interesting, you know, um, and I'm telling and you're more conservative and I'm more liberal, so to speak, you know, so there's can be balance in the world. But ultimately, society as a whole, I think, uh, needs to have a radical change in approaching. And maybe we got to just unplug from we all should just shut our phones off or something. All of us need to just turn our phones off and just be friendly to people and just go and walk out and shake hands and talk to people and just throw the fucking phones away, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I, I agree with you more, man. It's, uh, it, but you know, and, and I, and I, and I think that's the perfect example. You know, it's, uh, I, I think, you know, essentially what needs to be done, um, or, you know, what people need to, uh, understand or, you know, have, you know, people, we, we need to bring, you know, clarity when it comes to that. Um, just because, you know, my, 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 my opinion or, you know, my values are, you know, different from yours. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're, 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 we're enemies. I mean, obviously you and I, I guess, you know, we, 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 we stand, we stand on, you know, I, I guess, you know, two different, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, platforms when it comes to the, uh, you know, political arena, but yet, you know, our friendship, I, I feel like, you know, the, uh, the similarities, you know, they outweigh anything. Exactly. Um, and wouldn't allow, you know, anything, um, even politics, you know, to, uh, I guess, you know, put a dent on my relationship with, you know, a person that I validate as a human being, because at the end of the day, um, I think, uh, I, 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 I think what's important, I, I think we can get it right. Um, but the problem is we don't look at, we don't look at each other as human beings, you know, it's, uh, if, if I saw my brother, the guy next to me as a human being, as opposed to a Democrat or Republican or a black man or a white man, um, I, I think, you know, that makes all the difference in the world. I, I, I think when we get to look at people simply as people, I think that's where, you know, we can't even begin you know, to, you know, talk about change because the truth is, you know, I, 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 I've been hearing the outcry, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, racial issues in this country, um, you know, we're talking about equality. We cannot even have a conversation about equality until I, until I see the person next to me as my equal. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's the problem that we have right now. Um, and I, 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 I don't think changing anytime soon, um, or, uh, you know, racism itself, you know, I, I, I told someone, um, you know, in recent months, you know, you know, like, uh, I, I, I hope to see the day where, you know, racism is no longer an issue. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think that will ever happen. And the reason why is because, you know, racism, it, it, it's a learning behavior. It is. I feel like it's. As, as 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 long as you know as long as you know there's life here on earth 
people will always teach people how to hate. And when you look, you know, when, 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 when a mother looks at, you know, her child and, you know, says, I don't want you to talk to that, you know, little black girl or little black boy, you know, because of the color of their skin, you know, it's, uh, that child is going to grow up, you know, with, you know, that false sense of reality. Mm-hmm. At oh, yeah. some point in time, he's going to pass it on to his kids. And so it, it's going to perpetuate. I think what we need to focus on, you know, as, as a people is, uh, I guess, trying to, you know, find ways to navigate through systemic racism. Um, because racism itself will never cease. Mm-hmm. But I do believe if we do things the right way, um, if we approach things, you know, the right way, and that's why I believe in the power of education, I, I think it plays a pivotal role. I, I, I think, you know, could, could change in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, more opportunities. Uh, do we have people that are doing well, um, you know, in corporate America, African-American people? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the guys, you know, I, I have a guy that I truly admire, um, actually in business, um, you know, Kenneth uh, Chenault. Who uh, who ran um, American Express for many years? Who was the uh, chief executive officer, and I think the chairman as well. You know, for many years, uh, one of the most brilliant African American men. You know, I've I've ever seen in business. Um, I have another guy that I truly admire. Um, he's the current uh, CEO of uh, you know, American Company, one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world. Also an African American man. Um, yeah. To have men like that, um, you know, set an example. But we want to see more of that. We want to see more of them, mm-hmm. and I think it can happen. Um, but um, you know, we're gonna we're 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 gonna have to do things, you know, uh, you know, with much more precision. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's real rap, bro. Well, I'm just so thankful to have you on the podcast, man, and and, and that's what we want to have, meaningful discussions. Like I said, this podcast has many different faces, many different purposes, and and it all unite as one, which means it's just having the ability to hear people's different voices, different opinions, and just come down the rabbit hole of thought. And and I would love to have you back on again. I'm appreciative of your time, and um, and I'm more appreciative of your friendship, and your character has ever been more apparent over the last couple of years, and, and you're a stand-up dude, man. So we just need to have more more quality conversations, and stop people need to stop yelling at each other, and, um, and, and just move on from there, bro. But thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely. I appreciate you. you know, th- thank you for the opportunity. I, I appreciate that. My man. All right. Peace. And guys, you can follow me on Rob the MC on Instagram. You can also find my Twitter, which is Rob the MC. You can also look up the podcast Instagram. And I'm going to give you guys the podcast Instagram in one second. That podcast Instagram is going to be down dot the rabbit hole dot pod. So down the word down dot the rabbit hole dot pod. Um, please uh, like and subscribe. I'm on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, all places where you can find podcasts. And thanks so much.